Thank you for tuning in to the Natural Habitat Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by CBDtechnologies.us. Now, we've all heard about CBD, right? I would hope so. I would hope that you know what CBD is. CBD is the non-psychoactive element that is in uh, cannabis. CBDtechnologies.us. They provide lab-tested quality CBD products to all 50 states, and I should probably find out where they ship to. Maybe not all 50 states, just the legal states. CBD might be legal in all states. I'm, f- I'm, I'm bad at this. I should look this up. Next time I will. <laughs> uh, CBD helps with a whole plethora of things, including depression, heart disease, inflammation, IBS, uh, obesity, OCD, PTSD, uh, acne, it says, as well as just general well-being. It'll give you a sense of general well-being, which who the fuck doesn't want that? Everybody does. Helps with mood disorders, motion sickness, uh, sickle cell anemia, crazy, uh, as well as schizophrenia, nausea, bipolar disorder, uh, cancer, all the way up to cancer. It's known for fighting cancer. So CBD can be used all the way up to cancer and all the way down to, you know, just your regular irritable, you know, self or bowel. So go to cbdtechnologies.us and use the code NHP to get 10% off. Let them know that we sent you. They're a great company and CBD will give you a better feeling of well-being, just general well-being which is great, and I wish everybody would have that. Um, today's episode, we have on Nate Nasty, One Word, Four Wise, as well as DJ. They come in. We talk about Mac Miller, who recently passed. We get into Live PD, which was discussed the last time that Nate was here. We kind of just jump into this episode, so there's no introductions or anything. But, um, uh, you know, hopefully you'll figure out who's who. Nate is, uh, is, is the voice that sounds like Nate. DJ is DJ. And my voice is the one that sounds like this. So I hope you enjoy. Here it is. Nate Nasty. Boom. I don't drink soda. Yeah. R.I.P. to a legend. 100%. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Mac. This. I grew up on that shit too. Ooh, we gotta turn that off because. Best day ever is probably my favorite song ever by him. What's his biggest? Donald Trump? Just Dude, overall. That was the first song I ever saw by him. When he pre- first premiered the music video on MTV in New York, we were watching that shit at MTV on, like, before going to bed, and I saw it for the first time in New York when he, like, first premiered that shit. That's dope. I don't know if that's his biggest song ever, when I really think about his whole discography and music. Like, I'm trying to, like, really, like, think about a bigger song, but I don't think there is one. I mean, there, he has big songs, but I don't know about bigger than Donald Trump. Maybe uh, Loud? Yeah, Loud's. I like my music real loud, real loud. Fuck, dude. R.I.P. It looks like um, self-care. Oh, off his new album? Yeah. Is that his listed top right now? 
His out. Al- he probably has hella album sales right now. Dang, Donald Trump's on here. Yeah, Donald Trump's number yeah. is loud on there somewhere. At least in the top ten. Maybe that was just big for us because we just thought it was like yeah. high fee as fuck. Loud's on here. <coughs> Dude, I'm really into some of his like really rap rappy stuff from like watching movies with the uh, sound off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he has, like, Avion off that album, and, like, um, the song he did with Schoolboy Q, and the song he did with Tyler. I like Star Room. Star Room's a good song. See, I never really got, I never got into Mac Miller. Like, I remember listening to him, like, his first or second album that came out, and I, like, liked it, but then I, like, I, like, it didn't really grab me, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, like, I remember I didn't go back to it, and then I didn't really listen to any of his music so i'm not gonna pretend that i was like oh yeah Mac miller is so sad but it is sad that that anybody dies at 26 from an overdose you yeah know? fuck yeah. dude and yeah. it's crazy like the time we live in right now to where just all these people like it just happened with uh, it should have been demi lovato right can Pretty we all close. agree yeah that demi lovato should have died instead of mac miller like i would agree with that yeah, yeah. fuck <laughs> god damn it dude seriously so R.I.P. Mac, dude. I mean, even even if you have, you know, like this this fame, this money. I mean, he just had his new album come out. Yeah. So it's like, dude, he's about to start tour next month. Dude, dude. the worst yeah, part is like when I found out he died. I went to his Twitter to see like what was going on, and he was like, uh, eighteen hours like from when I looked, he had posted about tour dates, and I was like, dude, eighteen hours ago he was just like fucking on Twitter, just doing the thing. Yeah, and he woke up one day. It was probably just trying to sibling or whatever he was doing because I think he had an opiate problem for a while. Yeah. And he raps about doing all types of fucking drugs, but I'm pretty sure opiate because in his little documentary, I think it was either Rapture or something else on YouTube. He talked about how he had an opiate problem, so I'm guessing that's what it was. Either like lean or like H or something, you know? Yeah, I keep hearing heroin is what I hear. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, and that's crazy, dude. It's epidemic right now, bro. It's it everywhere. Is. Mm-hmm. It's even it's hard here. It's like yeah, there's a lot of shit. A lot of my friends have died from that shit, and yeah. a lot of my friends are fucking still fucked off on it. You know? Yeah, it's crazy, man. I never would have thought. It's like people are moving backwards with drug habits, because heroin was like an old school like, like crack. Like there's no such thing as a new crackhead. Like people don't try crack for the first time in 2018. We all can agree that crack is bad. And yeah, that crackheads are bad people. Yeah. So nobody's <laughs> nobody out here like. Hey, do you want to do some crack? Oh, I've never done crack before. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. All right, I guess I'll try a little bit of crack. <laughs> yeah. That never, ever happened. No. Yeah. But That's for true. some reason, it should be the same with heroin. Like, when people are like, hey, do you want some heroin? You just be like, oh, no. I've learned through the past 30 years in popular culture that heroin is a bad thing. Yeah. That it'll make your arm fall off and it'll make you steal TVs from your mom and make you <laughs> dance funny, like in Pulp Fiction, you know, shit like that. <laughs> that's funny dude Uh it's fucking crazy like i don't know there's a lot of people from around here that be doing that type of shit too yeah i fuck i think the most common one around here is is probably meth dude a lot of people do meth yeah that's how it's been forever around here Mm -hmm. i remember like a tascadero used to be like the meth capital of like california they like produced the most meth Gnarly. Bro, besides like Sacramento or like something like that. What the fuck, dude? We went to fucking. There's um, more meth houses, like meth labs per capita. (laughs) Bro, we went to Vaughn's in A Town because my girl lives there or her mom lives there. And there's so many tweaks just out and about in the parking lot, just fucking like, can't get around you, bro. Like, (laughs) like, move. (laughs) Yeah. 
Like, it's I'm crazy. I'm not trying to hate on you, but you're just tweaking around in the parking lot like people need to drive and shit. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know what dude. I mean? Like, Come on. <laughs> you're not in a car right now. I know you think you are, but you're not. Use the sidewalk like a person. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's so funny. I hate that shit. Yeah, I know. But it's crazy, man. It's definitely... I. It's like, I think that... I think that drugs should be legal. I think that all drugs should be legal because then, you know, it's not a demonized thing. It's something that you'll be able to talk about and deal with with a professional and you're not buying shit off the streets. You know what I mean? A lot of people die because they get something that's made wrong or cut wrong or too strong. Yeah. And they're not used to it. And I think that if all this shit was legal and if it was all regulated, that there would be less drug addicts. I think uh, Joe Rogan made a point. Joe Rogan made a point to make Coke legal because I think either Adam 22 or Joe Rogan was talking about this. They were talking about making Coke legal because so many people do Coke in LA that it's like if you make it legal and you make it like what it's supposed to be instead of being cut with like the random shit like laxatives and meth and like whatever people put into it just to like make money. It's like if you make it legal, then it's like you can control how much people use it for one. And then you can also make sure that it's like no ODs or stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially like the purity of like what you're getting to is gonna be like night and day. Yeah, because there's some tweak shit, you know. I mean, look at now that now that weed's legal, we can get lab tested weed, and we know exactly what's in it. We know all the levels of THCA and THC, yeah, CBD, like everything. Yeah, it's all in the package. All the different can- cannabinoids yeah. or whatever. So should, I think it should be the same with everything. If you're if you're an adult and if you're of sane mind. And you're not going to hurt anybody. You should be able to do whatever fucking drugs you want. Yeah. It's America. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I think true. that if if it was legal, there would be more knowledge about it. And it wouldn't be such a thing that's, that's in the dark. Yeah, they do. They do talk about doing like fucking rehab work with like psilocybin mushrooms and shit. Yeah. Like and talk, MDMA too. Yeah, they do like uh, what is it? Um, war victims and stuff like that. I have like PTSD and stuff. They like make them have like a gnarly trip basically. And then they like come out like rethinking stuff yeah. and like i guess it cures them for the most part well mm-hmm. for some cases i can't say that everybody's just like yeah that's you a, know <laughs> yeah that's a big thing for like psychedelics is that it makes you it takes the things that you that you've been like holding down and bottling up inside and it brings them in the forefront and puts a big light on them and it makes you look at them and that's what like a bad trip is a bad trip is when something you don't want to think about is all you could think about when you're high on a psychedelic and it really makes you face this and it makes you come to terms with this part of your life and actually move past it and do something about it. Yeah. Like a lot of people make these like life changing decisions after they do psychedelics. Like they'll quit smoking or yeah, like, they'll, you know, be like a better person to their friends or to their spouse or whatever. Most of the time, like when they quit smoking too, it's like fucking cold turkey. Like it's yeah. just like, boom, like, like they just say they're done and they're done. Like, yeah. It's, like, weird how it's just, like, you know what I mean? Because you're just, like, you realize that you're poisoning yourself. Yeah. And you're, like, man, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I want to live a long, fulfilling life and enjoy things, and I'm taking years off my life. Yeah. What am I? And I'm doing it. I'm the one that's going to the store and buying these things, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm I'm not even, I'm not even tripping, and I could, I could relate to that. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%, dude. Fuck. That's crazy. R.I.P. Mac. Yeah, that's right, nuts. He almost uh, almost made it to the 27 Club. 26, bro. That bar won't, won't get out of my head, though. The one about him not wanting to make it to the 27 Club. 
or not wanting to be in the 27 Club, I should say. And then he fucking, I guess he wasn't in it. So almost like he knew, he knew that it was coming? I should look it up right now. I have it somewhere, like, really quick to access. Let me see if I can. Yeah, look it up. Before we get too off topic. Yeah, we got, for for people who don't know, the 27 Club is a group of musicians, mostly, I believe, that all, uh, somebody down there? Uh, did you do that loud on the bank? Yeah, there's a truck out there. That's what? fine. They're doing their thing. Oh, oh I, I see. see there's a home right there. And uh, they all died at 27. So Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin. Damn. Jim Morrison. Just like the greatest musicians in his history. Robert Johnson. Some of them. Alan Wilson. I don't know. Now we're getting into obscure. They keep the nice ones at the top. <laughs> Fat Pat. So it has like this whole verse that's like, um, I won't go through. Um, well, the first couple bars is the P fitted on my head, tough. I'm too high. You can't reach me with the cell phone. No goodbyes, no hellos. You don't want this life I live. You'd rather have the wife and kid shooting dice with Jesus Christ, put 20 on midnight. To everyone who sells me drugs, don't mix it with that bullshit. I'm hoping not to join the 27 Club. Damn. That's crazy. R.I.P., dude. Fuck. That was his, not this album, but the last album. I think that was song. Don't was mix it with that bullshit. I'm hoping not to join the 27 Club. That's nice. To everyone that sells me drugs. <laughs> God damn, dude. R.I.P., that's fucked up. Yep. Hell fucked up. That's crazy, dude. It's crazy that he knew it, that he knew that it was going to happen. And it's like, I wonder if that's a risk that you know if you do heroin, that one day you're going to get a bad batch and you're going to shoot it and it's going to kill you. Yeah. And that I wonder if that's something that's in like in the minds of heroin addicts that they think about. Obviously it I is. Feel, I feel like I've watched a live PD or something like that where the girls are saying that kind of shit. Like I know it's a, it's bad, but like I, I take the risk every, every day cause I just want that, that feeling, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Some, I just remember that. It was like some African American girl, and she was just talking to the police officer like that. Mm-hmm. She got pulled over or some shit. Fuck. That'd be like that. That'd be like if you have I don't know what the chances are. Like, what would you say the odds were of getting a bad batch? Like one in a thousand. I don't know, maybe? dude. I yeah, have no maybe. idea. I don't know. So say if say if you had a one in a thousand chance of when you jacked off, you die. <laughs> but it felt great. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Be like, hey man, you know what? It's, I just really want the feeling and the relaxed feeling of <laughs> of jacking off. So, Fuck, dude, I'm gonna take the chance. Dude, the worst part about the whole Mac Miller thing though is that like he fucking in all of his music he was telling us that he was addicted. He told us he was addicted like multiple times. Um, oh fuck, I can hear the. The chorus of that song is, I'm getting all of this money, and, you know, bitches off these drugs, or something like that, and it's like, fuck. And I think it's like in Loud, it's like the bridge or something, I don't think it's the hook, but. And it was like, a, like you remember, you guys watch Rick and Morty? Uh, like once or twice. Honestly, I need to get into that show. I've been dude, meaning to get into it. Rick and Morty is great. There's this episode where, uh, where, where Rick goes into like a young body. And he's like playing guitar and he sings this song. And he's like, he's like, I'm really old. I'm really old in real life. I'm trapped in a young body. Please let me out. Let me out. I'm dying in a vat in the garage. And 
it's almost like a like a cry for help in a song, much like Mac Miller, like how he yeah how he was talking about it constantly. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how like especially with like I said, I I don't I didn't really listen to a lot of his music, but it seems like he was a a good songwriter from the lyrics that you're that you're reading. Dude, he's he has some pretty deep stuff. You should go back into the the some of the like I want to say like. I don't know if I have my re- years right exactly, but from like '09 to like, two, he made the freshman list in 2011. So '09 to like 2013 is like his best music. I think his last good album. I mean, they're all good, but for the rap, like the good rapping and like the like lyricism of it, you from Good AM, which is like the most recent one, to probably like Kids is like all his rapidy rap stuff before he started to get really artistic with like guitars and like playing all his own music. And that shit is just like he has a lot of lyricism that people just go, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's seriously one of the. I don't want to say one of the best. That's going up there, but he's really fucking good, dude. He's definitely a legend. I think it's uh, I think it's crazy that, you know, with these with these like tortured artists, how we get like such a such a like deep view inside of, like their life and their pain, like how he was constantly like talking about it, hmm. and how he fucking he called it pretty much yeah and you know shit that shit that that you normally wouldn't like talk about with people these these people put in songs like it always trips me out yeah like how how open he was about it yeah fuck dude it's true and a lot of people like that because there's a lot of there's a lot of music that's that's empty or just pretend you know what i mean like they say a pretend story and a pretend life and then they live their actual life. Mm-hmm. And then some artists put their real life in their music or in their art. Yeah, he always kept it a thousand, that's for sure. That's Damn. Kept it 100. Uh, R.I.P. Matt. Yeah, yeah, dude, fuck. That was such a bumming topic to start out with. Yeah, did, you guys, did you guys hear the new, uh, the new Eminem? kamikaze album i liked it i liked I, it I did a, you, little, a little bit i liked bit. it i think he's um trying to get back into his shit but have you did you hear like the bars and stuff he was shooting at all like the new rappers yeah i thought that that whole song was pretty fu- fucking fire yeah he fucking but i gotta say uh-oh. mgk roasted yeah dude mgk <laughs> fucked him up <laughs> i'm not gonna lie quick, bro. i love i love all the your beard is weird memes that's my favorite thing <laughs> that's funny your beard is weird <laughs> <laughs> but uh MGK he's smart. He fucking rode the publicity wave, you know what I mean? He did for sure. And I feel like he did body him. It's yeah. so funny because like G Easy responded and all that too, but did you see G Easy's response from NGK's freestyle? Did you see G Easy's response from NGK's freestyle? <laughs> it obviously wasn't that great. But <laughs> we still like G Easy. He makes good music, but this response was just not there. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like he was just too cool. Like, geez, he's just too cool to roast somebody. Yeah. MGK doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but I uh, I heard this, this theory that kind of makes sense about the new Eminem album and how he really only called out people that talk shit about Revival, his last album. Yeah. Which was bad. Mm-hmm. Like, we can all agree that it was a bad album. I think I listened to it one time. It's pretty And I was bad. like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> why do I keep listening to this shit? Like, why do I keep trying new Eminem stuff? It's literally just like... Um, Joe Bunn was talking about the formula of getting what is it like Skylar Gray or yeah. Pink getting on yeah. the hook and then getting Eminem to do like the deep like uh, 
what is the song you do with Rihanna? Uh, Love the way you lie type verse on there, and then they yeah. just drop it for the single, and that's just it's like so bad, so bad. <laughs> that's just the structure he's been doing for the past like decade. Yeah, and then Kamikaze was like surprise release. It came out, and uh, my homie Ty was like, "Wow, like this is actually pretty cool." He like posted something on like Instagram with like a screenshot of the Spotify player, and then just said, "Wow," and I was like, "Okay." Time for mayor. Check this out. Awesome time running for mayor. <laughs> so I went and listened to it, and it was dope. And it has that like old because he's angry again. Yeah. Because everybody hated on his last album, and now he has something to prove instead of just being the greatest. Yeah. And putting out something, and it's great. Yeah. yeah. So now he's all pissed off, but he called out all these people that had talked shit about him, and there's a lot of people that he like left out. That, you know, like he didn't bring up like 6ix9ine or mm-hmm. anything because 6ix9ine's like never talked about him, I'm pretty sure. But there are a couple people that he brought up but barely mentioned. Like he said, Lil Xan's gay. And like, that's it. That's all he said about Lil Xan. But then MGK, he had like eight bars about MGK, right? Yeah. So these people that he called out, you know, in long form are people that he knew had the lyrical talent to respond and what he's doing is he's forcing lyricism back into the rap game because battle rap is about lyricism you have to say words that people hear understand and think are good yeah that's not what music is now music is a beat is a dope beat and something that's catchy that you can remember yeah you know mainstream music is something that's repetitive and catchy but a battle verse is usually no hook and it just is lyricism yeah 100 percent. so he called out people that he knew had the skill level to respond and it's just starting a bunch of lyricism and hip-hop again yeah for sure damn that's like way deeper than i ever looked at it to be honest yeah right that's true and i was like and it totally makes sense because there's people that have talked hella shit about him that he kind of ripped into that can't rap yeah. So he didn't even take the fucking time. Dude, I can't wait because Joe Budden on his podcast, because Eminem went at Joe Budden in that whole, uh, not what is that song called? Not Alike. He went at Joe Budden too. And so I guess like Joe Budden on his podcast said, um, all right, I'm down to fucking uh, roast you back or whatever, but you need to drop a song that's actually about me and make like the whole shit. Like he called Eminem out again, which is kind of, I don't know if I, because I guess the only bar he had in there was kind of like the little Zan situation where he said like two or three things and he's like, you, the bar you said about me was weak. So if you get something better and you actually fucking dig into me, then I'll respond to you. Yeah. He's like, uh, maybe, you know, just cause some more publicity around my name. <laughs> cause all of this, he even says in it, he was like, if I mention you, then it's a lose lose for me and a win win for you. So anybody that he talks about on his album can get interviews anywhere. Everybody wants to be like, what's your response to Eminem? You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's instant publicity. Everybody's looking him up. You know, MGK fucking, like people listened to MGK before, but now When's everybody the, saw that. When's the last time you heard an MGK song, though, honestly? The last song I, I think of. the early MGK, though. I, yeah, me I too, but I, I fucked, the last song I listened to was called Trap Paris with Quavo, and it was like off a random album. That was like one song. Yeah. So. I actually. When when that shit came up, I looked up his most recent album. It's pretty good. See, but he wasn't super relevant. And now everybody, like, from my niece to my boss, all are like, hey, did you see that new MGK response to Eminem? 
Yeah. And they're all talking about it like they fucking known MGK for years. <laughs> it's dope that MGK like, uh, fucking capitalized, though, because he low-key fucked up Eminem. I hope they go back and forth. And it was like two days later. Yeah, he it was like, like... And he had a video. Like, yeah. it was a music video. So he was he like... Was he was with the it. shits. Yeah, the video and the editing. That's That was the one that took the longest, for sure. Yeah, fuck. But... But you know why you roasted MGK? Why? Because of his tweet like four years ago. Yeah. For call, like saying his daughter was fucking hot. But at the time, if you look back at the time, she was 16. And he was like, but mo- respect to Eminem, but his daughter's like fucking hot. <laughs> and I think that's what kind of sparked it. And then. And then he started talking about how he was like going to fuck his daughter in the response. And I was like, yeah. all right, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you kind of got it coming, I it's guess. supposedly. Uh, Eminem blackballed him after that from like the music game for some reasons. What MGK was saying, yeah, and like, uh, he so, like did something, made sure that like he wouldn't get any shows. Yeah, or exactly, something. Yeah. something like that. Some Eminem type shit. Yeah, that's how it goes. Shady shit. Wow, I, w- that was punny. <laughs> <laughs> Shady shit. <laughs> uh, so an, an update since the last time that you were here. You've been getting down on live PD. Yeah. Oh, intensively, dude. That's like that's like my main pastime <laughs> in the evenings when I'm mixing something or like I need some type of background noise instead of like like I replace cable with live PD basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So well, Dude, there's some fucking like on live PD, I've been watching those. We were talking about it before. We started the dumbest criminals. Like they have these like fucking uh, montages basically of just the stupidest people on live PD. And there's one where I was watching Ooh, yes. This up real quick. Yes. You, there was sir. one that I was watching where was this guy who got pulled over from a drug, high drug area, which is where they sit to like try to get people who are buying drugs. And so he's in the car and he's like kind of being a tweet, kind of like he's off coke. I'll let you know that he is high off coke. Yeah. When he's, and so when he's doing all that, um, uh, sorry, I saw my train of thought. When he's doing all that, they notice like some white powder in the middle, like the center console, which is obviously coke, but there's not enough that they can test it. So it's just like they pull him out for suspicion. And when he's like on the curb and he's like just about to be like let go, being detained, and like to be like go home, a uh, baggie falls out of the bottom of his pant pocket, just like a, oh, a ball shit. of cocaine. And you're just like, what the fuck? You're so dumb. <laughs> you're about to go home, and that shit just dropped out your pant leg. Almost made it. Yeah, dude. Like. Like, Almost. they're all hands on the car, and it's, like, fucking booked. Felony possession, real quick. I remember uh, when I was a kid, I got pulled over, and I had a little Coke, and they all, like, had us line up on, like, the side of the cop car, and it was just some, like, ignorant asshole cop that was, like, you know, being all aggressive and not doing his job fully. Yeah. So he was over there, like, yelling at my cousin and fucking, you know, being like, where's the stuff and all this shit? And I took the Coke, and I put it on top of his tire, so it was like in his wheel well on top of the tire <laughs> and got searched and totally got away with it. Nice. And uh, like he searched me, didn't find anything on me and he couldn't see it on the tire from where he was. Yeah. And then we were up at Highland Park in A-Town. So he like drove away and we just like stood there and he just ran it over. Boom. And then. You know, just kind of broke it up a little bit for me. I was going to break it up later anyways. <laughs> that's how funny, dude. Damn, that's savage. So you just got away with that shit just real quick? Just blow the tire. Yeah, just sneak it up under the tire. God damn. I guess there's been a lot of people that have been watching live PD that have caught things that the cops didn't catch. Like, really? Like people chucking, like, 
like, you know, paraphernalia or whatever it is that they have, throwing guns or throwing little baggies of drugs. Really? And they'll do it, like, behind their back, and, like, the cop doesn't see it, the cameraman doesn't see it, but it's on camera, and people that are watching live will be, like, I guess there's, like, a like a comment feed or something that you could do on the website, and they'll just be like, he fucking threw some shit. <laughs> what the fuck? And Th- is that? that, wait, is that snitching, though? I think so, yeah. I think that's snitching by proxy. Damn. Which is, which I think you can still get in trouble for in jail. Yeah, that's like, definitely snitching. Yeah. That's for sure snitching. But, uh, what if everyone was just hush about it? Like, there's just like a, like a different chat room where they were just like laughing about it and they're just like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way it should be. Why you got to go out of your way to snitch on someone that's across the country? Like The worst part is that like most of them are like in some fucking buttfuck nowhere state. So it's like weed and stuff is like way gnarlier. So it's like, chuck a little weed, bro. Like, get, yeah. it, get it out of there. Like, I'm fucking tripping on it. You know what I mean? What's the big deal? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's one of the reasons why a lot of cities have been pulling from live PD and not participating anymore is because it's distracting it's it's like exposing the flaws in their department Mm -hmm. so i mean that's that's a thing (laughs) that happens (laughs) that's a thing that sometimes the criminal is gonna gonna sneak around you like it happens but when it does happen and when it's on camera it's kind of embarrassing yeah fuck yeah because when you're when you're just watching the season straight through they show the ones in between where they don't catch them so that's hella funny they're like, uh, we'll, we'll save this for another night. We'll find him next time. Yep. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy when, like, there's people who take off on foot and they actually make it, like, on the episode. Like, I've seen some fools who, like, book into the trees and shit, and they're like, oh, we can't find him. Even they send the dogs and everything. Like, how do you get out of there bro like he must be Dick, a savage bro. there yeah. was one dude who was like they like he's like a frequent guy like they know his name like oh we know this guy like before they pull up and he like i guess he runs every time like he was telling them in the car he's like joking he's like yeah i run every time i try to make it like 50 yards and then i hide <laughs> i was like <laughs> only 50 yards and then you hide uh did you guys ever see the video of of the guy that escaped from the prison and convinced the cop that he was jogging no all right we're gonna watch this because it's great. <laughs> he was just like like running away from the prisons. I'm just for a jog. Damn, did they not have like facial like anything? You just didn't fucking know? Like, do you ditch the jumpsuit? Had some <laughs> underwear and like a white t shirt on running? Robert Jones. Robert Jones. Robert Jones. That's the most like. What a guy! Look, look at the fucking degrees. It's 113 degrees outside, and he's jogging. <laughs> Is the cop smoking a cigarette? Um, where is the I don't know. <laughs> he, was, he was smoking something. Uh-huh. Where are you from? Prison. Yeah. There's a prison here?
What? He actually gets away with this? He's like, you match up. I'm just jogging right now. Back at the hotel, about 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, so he tells him that he works for a construction company, and they're in town doing construction. This man is the best liar I know, or I've ever seen, I should say. Yeah, and then he just fucking... Damn, and then he just keeps going? No prison escapee. <laughs> Damn, he's just like so cool, calm, and collected. He actually like jogs off or what? Yep. There he goes. And he asked. He asked him. He's all like, uh, he's all like, well, what? What if I run into somebody else? Like, what if another cop? like approaches me i look like this prison escapee like what am i supposed to do and he was like well uh you know like i'll tell him so just like have him call have him calling me and he like gave his gave him his name so now like if another cop finds him and is like here's the prison escapee he could be like oh no i ran into officer so-and-so he already got all my information and he just straight convinces cop that he was oh. jogging on a hundred fucking 15 degree day <laughs> And he was doing construction, and he's like, I jog every day. You know, I just come down here and jog. And he matched, he matched the description, and the cop just let him go. Damn, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And got a clear, a green light for any other cop afterwards. Yep. What a, so did he ever get caught guy. after that? Like yeah, the, they caught him later. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Damn. They went so and found him somewhere He else. probably got more charges for lying to a police officer, huh? Yeah. Fuck. That'll happen. God, dude, that story about that. But a lot of a lot of these cities say that, uh, say that like, if they have live PD in their town, and if it's the only thing that's going on in their town that's being publicized nationally, that it's like a bad look. It just seems like their town is full of crime. Yeah, they're like, why isn't Travel Channel here, like doing a thing about our our pubs or something, you know? Yeah. It makes sense, because it's like all you see is just fucking fucked up stuff from that area all the time, just tweaks. Because I honestly low key some of the like stuff that you see, I just think like those towns are just tweak towns, I guess. Yeah. Most of the time, it's like when you see like stuff like that, it's like counties though. So it's like sometimes it's like if it's a sheriff, you know. Mm-hmm. So you can never really tell like exactly where it is. True. How come I I haven't seen any California ones? I don't think. Have you seen any California ones? Um, I think. They've done, like, Sacramento or something like that. I don't know if I've seen any California ones. Mm. I should Google that because a lot of the ones I've seen are, like, Texas, Georgia. Some of the ones I can name. Utah, I remember. Um, 
There's been 143 episodes aired. Uh, Stockton. Oh, so, yeah, that's Sacramento. No, they said Stockton officers featured on Live PD spinoff. What? Wish Live PD could be in California because Kern County is the best. All right. So, no, it looks like there hasn't been any Live PD in California for whatever reason. Maybe because it's... uh, California is like a two-party consent state for filming. So, oh. So they would have to get, like, the permission of everybody to film them and put them on national TV. Oh, but, really? But if they're filming live and they, like, accidentally capture someone on camera. Well, they blur out faces on some of them. Yeah. Well, they would just have to blur everybody's face. Maybe the blur guy was like, no, nah, I ain't doing that much work. <laughs> He's like, you fuck know how that. Hard it is to blur a fucking face? He's all to do it live you too? To, fuck yeah. you, guy. You want me to do a 10 second delay and blur everybody's face? No. Yes. Yeah, In California, not going to do it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Live PD, I don't know, where it quickly became the biggest fucking show in the world. Yeah. In like six months, it blew up. Dude, some of like the four minute episodes have like seven hundred thousand views, like just like four minutes. And then now we're at a tipping point. Either a lot of cities are gonna start pulling and we're gonna see the decline of live PD or it's just gonna blow the fuck up. Something crazy is gonna happen. Every city should have live PD. I wanna see live PD in New York. That'd be that'd be a gnarly one. It's becoming like a weird, sick, perverted, like live game show kind of thing. I feel like like watch it and you're like, come on, somebody dies, somebody gets shot. I feel like live PD is like the places that they go are way too similar to each other. I feel like there needs to be like really drastic like places like they need to go to like florida which they have some so let's let's keep those ones they need to go to like new york city like inside the city that would be a dope one live pd in sri lanka let's do that yeah like foreign live pd Uh (laughs) (laughs) you can't even understand anything it's just like it'll be like like a like a wife swap slash live pd where we'll take officers from dallas texas and we'll put them in like hong kong china (laughs) and we'll be like all right now go arrest some criminals. Here's a Google Translate app. We'll get a, we'll get a couple of like officers from Hong Kong coming to Texas too and try to arrest people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the fucking the new Google Translate app? No. They updated it and now you can do live translating of pictures like on video. So you like pull out your camera and just put it over it and it'll just change it like augmented reality. It'll just change the words. To, like, Spanish. Oh, so, like, if you put it up to, like, a street sign, it'll just, like, flip it around or whatever? Yeah. See, let let me find, uh... So, you could just go into the camera part right here. Uh Uh-huh. And then... It's fucking dark as fuck. (laughs) I took a picture. Shall I roll another J? Or you want to roll a wood, mate? Backward? <laughs> Backward? <laughs> what weed was in these, dude? I don't remember oh, what he said. It's pretty tasty. It's called free weed. But if you take that and you pop it over there, it does like a fucking live. You oh, shit. Yeah, I see it. 
What the fuck? That's gnarly. So the lighting is like kind of fucked up, but it changed it to Gatara Moviel Interfaz. <laughs> it, it basically just changes it like, and it makes it look like on the package as if it was there. Just push it over like, or put it over the thing. It's fucking gnarly. It like changes it for you. It's a That's game crazy. changer, dude. Right? Yeah. It's a trip. That's gnarly. And then they have conversation mode now where you could go into conversation and then you have a mic for English and then a mic for Spanish and it'll pick them up and then translate it. Dude, I should tell my coworker about that because we have a couple people at our work that don't know how to speak English. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that was it. That was exactly what you said. Yeah. That's what I mean, I guess. That's what Google said. That's what we'll say. All right, sweet. Well, uh, that's about all the time we have. We got to get out of here. Sounds good. But, um,. Do you have, uh, you got anything new on the horizon? Not really, dude. Just kind of chilling, you know? Yeah. Doing the same shit. Just look me up on all fucking music platforms. They nasty four wise and no spaces, bro. Word. We'll put the link in the description as always. All social medias, too. Nice. Well, thank you for joining us, DJ. Thank, thank you for joining for us. us thank we you. didn't even do any introductions or anything. We kind of no, just talked the whole time. Nah, fuck it, dude. It's great. I'll take care of it. They know who we are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know me. All right, calm down. All right, peace out, everybody. All right, later. Natural Habitat Recordings.